Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents We Played Hide and Seek with the Spirits in the Cemetery Written by Michael Maxim And narrated by Megan McDuffie I consider myself a paranormal investigator. I don't like to brag but I've been to many locations, some by request of a person in distress, and I have to say I've become quite knowledgeable about the subject of ghosts. I've made use of the different tools invented for this kind of field of study. EMF, electromagnetic field detectors, EVP, electronic voice phenomenon recorders, spirit boxes, etc. All have been used on my group's investigations. However, sometimes you feel the need to travel lightly. Sometimes it's best to do what we call a dry run, where no high-tech equipment is used. In a run-through like that, you rely on personal experience and nothing else to confirm among those present what might be haunting the area. It was this one particular dry run that made us regret not bringing any equipment. That one night at Stony Church Cemetery, changed our lives forever. We piled into my friend Kyle's 97 Camry at about 9 o'clock at night. My four friends and I were ready to set off on another exciting night of ghostly encounters. George sat to my right, and his girlfriend Carly sat to his right. We all squeezed rather uncomfortably in that back seat. Kyle drove with our friend Peter in the passenger seat. After a quick stop at the gas station for some energy drinks and snacks, we were en route to Stony Church Cemetery with smiles on our faces. You could probably hear the stereo pumping heavy metal out of our car from blocks away. That is, until we neared the eerie graveyard. As we rounded the left turn down Peaceful Way, the foreboding stones of those unfortunate souls who passed became clearer. Our headlights spilled out across the road and headstones, playing like found footage through the windshield. Kyle doled the music to a hum. Hell yeah! Kyle was beaming from ear to ear. Here we are, boys. 
Hey! Carly huffed and glared at him. Whoops, sorry. And men. Kyle smirked at her through her rear view. We all laughed in unison as the vehicle passed through the cemetery gates. We knew to keep particularly quiet as cops tended to check on this place after curfew, which was falling pretty soon thereafter. George made a signal to hush as I opened my door to step out. We always parked in the very back on what locals called footstep path, because it was the most secluded, with tree cover and incline enough to hide it from the main road. From there, we usually made our way to what we called the crossroads to start an EVP session. Tonight, we had a different plan in mind. George, Carly, and Peter were all unaware of what we had in store. We collected ourselves up and made our way to the crossroads together. Kyle and I would make the announcement upon arrival. Kyle, Peter started. Where's your backpack and camera? We won't be needing that stuff tonight, man, I answered for Kyle. I could feel George and Carly looking at me, but I kept pushing forward. Moments later, we were all dispersing ourselves to the four sides of the dirt path. George and Carly were across from each other, as were Peter and I, likewise. Kyle took the imaginary podium in the center. It was cold that night. So very cold. Kyle shivered through his speech. My dearly beloveds, he started jokingly before becoming very serious. You all must have noticed the lack of technology in our hands tonight. Well, upon deliberation for days now, we have come to the decision to do our very first dry run of Stony Church. Yep, that's right. No voice recording, video, or EMF hits. Nothing? Peter looked a little confused. Yeah, man. Like we did at the abandoned tavern last week. Nothing but the ghosts and us tonight. Kyle stated excitedly. How should we start then? We're at the crossroads, Carly noted. Well, I chimed in. Let's try starting over on the children's side. We haven't really done anything over there before. Everybody seemed to agree, so I turned a bit and waved for them to follow me. The cold breeze was cutting through me like razor blades. The temperature must have dropped about 10 degrees. We followed the path straight down through the chain-link fence separating the two main parts of the cemetery. Where we were headed to was what was widely considered as the children's side, even though there were also whole family plots on the site. Little did we know, the night was about to shift from calm to unnerving, and we weren't prepared in the slightest. It was now pretty close to 10 o'clock, and a couple of us were already yawning and sipping some energy drinks to stay alert and awake. The dim moonlight stretched across the grounds in such a relaxing manner that it reminded me of being home in bed. I was itching for some activity, and so was Kyle. Alright guys, who wants to communicate with the afterlife tonight? Kyle addressed us with enthusiasm. The group nodded their heads and looked toward him in attentiveness. What do you have in mind? George asked. Well, I figure if we begin with a couple simple questions, we can get a feel for who we're working with here. I'll start. 
He cleared his throat. <clears> throat> Hello? My name is Kyle. I have my friends here with me tonight. Who is here with us? We always let a few moments go before continuing on, even without an EVP recorder. We treat every investigation with the same urgency and professionalism. Okay, I broke the silence. I'd like to add that you don't have to speak to us. If you could just give a knock on a tree or any other kind of sign that you're here, we would appreciate it. The silence loomed over the cemetery, as bearing as the rickety oak trees that hovered above the stones. Kyle wrinkled his nose a bit and scratched the back of his right leg with his left foot. I knew this as an impatient gesture on his part. Kyle was a fantastic paranormal investigator, don't get me wrong. I love his pride in this type of work. It's his impatience, though, that sometimes impeded results. That's why I liked these dry runs. There wasn't any physical evidence to contaminate with arguments and silly oversights. I have another idea, guys. These are supposed to be the spirits of children, right? How about we play a game? His eyes were glowing in the moonlight. I could just feel his aspiration pouring out of his retinas through the reflections of the night sky. I don't have a problem with that. How about a little game of tag? Carly suggested. I was thinking hide-and-seek. Kyle looked back at Carly and smiled. She grinned and nodded. So did the rest of us. Carly and Kyle both had gone to a different high school and elementary school together, and they shared a friendship quality that seemingly bypassed the rest of the group. We all met in junior high, but the history they shared was different. Watching them investigate together sometimes was a trip, it felt like watching one of those paranormal TV shows on Discovery. This sometimes made George a little irritable, having to observe this obvious connection between his girlfriend and a different guy. A close friend, nonetheless. Great, George scoffed. Children's games are my favorite. Don't worry, dude, Kyle assured him. I'll play. Just keep your ears open and let me know if anything happens. George just shrugged and held Carly's hand tightly. Kyle placed his belongings down on the ground by a decent-sized shrub next to a cement landmarker. He cleared his throat and covered his eyes before beginning to speak. Okay, all of you, hide. I'm it. Kyle changed his voice to a high-pitched, honestly horrible imitation of a small child's voice. We all couldn't help but snicker under our breath a little. One, he squeaked as he began to count, still continuing with his eyes shielded under his left hand. I gasped a little bit. I think I heard something to my left. The pitter-patter of little feet, maybe? Two? There again. It almost sounded like little sneakers darting across the ground. Or a small animal? Three? I looked over at Peter. He was also looking to my left, and he nodded toward me to confirm that I wasn't hearing things. Four, five, six, seven. It wasn't just to my left. No, I could hear the sound coming from my right as well. Also behind me. The cold, sharp breeze was lightly cutting through my clothes again. I shivered at the thought of little spirits sprinting around in a circle. 
That was just it, though. I think we were surrounded. Eight? Nine? The pattering slowed to a stop. Ten! Ready or not, here I come! Kyle switched on his little blue LED flashlight. He was ready to begin looking for the children now. The chills up my spine were now replaced with exciting tingles. This was actually pretty cool. Kyle! Peter seethed to get his attention. What? The whole time you were counting, it sounded like the children were running around us. I think they were looking for hiding spots. It's true, man. It was pretty awesome, I confirmed. Kyle turned toward me and back at Peter. We were all beaming with excited grins now. What are you waiting for, man? George looked less disinterested now. Go find someone. Kyle walked toward a larger stone, tiptoeing and pointing his light at the ground. As he neared the headstone, he turned back toward us, holding a finger to his lips, advising us to keep silent. He squeaked his childish tone of voice again. I found you! He cried out, shining his light behind the stone. Aw, man! A little voice replied. We all gasped. Kyle fell back a little bit. He looked shocked, his face twisted into a halfway bewildered expression. You guys hear that? He shouted. Yes, I replied. Did you see anyone? No, I... I he stammered. I heard a kid, like... A little girl or something. Find another one! Carly exclaimed in a hushed command. George and Peter looked a little frightened. I don't think they expected anything like that. Neither did I. We also didn't expect what would come next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hold on. I know this is a dry run, but let me grab my phone. I insisted. I think we need this evidence. Something like this? I don't think anyone has ever caught real ghosts playing hide-and-seek. Kyle hesitated to reply, but he eventually agreed. I took my phone out of my sweatshirt pocket and opened up the camera app to begin. I hit record and the flash turned on. I gave Kyle a thumbs up. Okay, I'm gonna find another one. Come out, come out, wherever you are. He walked toward a tree a bit farther down the column of stones. I think I see you! He shined his light at the tree. We gasped again. We saw a small outline of a body standing there, its back to us. Kyle stopped in his tracks. Um, hello? He took a step back just a bit. Suddenly, it darted straight ahead. It ran with its back to us all the way toward a large, garage-like building. We all stood there blinking. I don't think we spoke for a straight two minutes. What just happened? Was that a kid, or... Peter finally said something. 
Kyle and I looked at each other, shrugging, mentally scratching our heads. I mean, we thought it was probably an actual kid because of how real and physical it looked. Maybe it was a spirit, but there was no way of telling. Wait, my phone. I was filming. My phone. Wait, where did it go? I began frantically looking at the ground. I was holding it, and I didn't recall dropping it or anything. What the hell? Tell me you didn't lose your phone, man. Kyle facepalmed. Tell me you caught that on video. I... I don't know. I don't remember putting it down. But it's not here. I was so confused. I must have been so distracted by what was going on that I didn't notice I had dropped my phone. Whatever. We should follow that kid, Kyle insisted. We all agreed and decided to continue forward. We would follow the kid into the building up ahead. We started walking. Crunch. We had barely taken a step when my foot landed on something hard and crunchy. I looked down and moved my foot aside to reveal my phone amongst the lightly graveled dirt beneath me. I had stepped on it, successfully spider-cracking the screen. I picked it up and revealed it to my friends. They seemed equally puzzled. I guess I dropped it. Well, just put it away. Let's try to catch up with our ghost friend. Kyle began walking ahead of us. Getting to the front of the building was a piece of cake. Getting inside would be the tough part. It was locked at all access points. Did that kid have a set of keys on him? George asked, smirking. Ghosts don't need keys, idiot. Peter laughed. Well, scratch going inside. I'm not breaking into anything tonight. Maybe we should call it, I suggested. I'm not going home yet. Kyle squinted at me through the darkness. All right, let's get back to the main cemetery then. Crack. From the tree line, we could hear a stick cracking. We turned toward it to see what could be out there. It was to no avail. We couldn't see a thing. Even the bright waxing moon couldn't help us. I think it was probably just a fox or something, guys. There's tons of animals around. Shh, wait. Can you hear that? Carly cut me off. Yeah, I was explaining that... Shh, listen. She was right. I could hear something. It seemed to be around us again. The patter of little feet. The pitter against the dirt path and unmowed grass. Then, the singing... This is what we heard. Ring around the living, they're all still unforgiven. Ashes, ashes, we burn them down. Over and over, children singing this twisted rhyme of dark plagiarism. Surrounding us, the cold breeze was circling the group as well. We huddled in close to each other. We're all hearing the same thing, right? I asked. They nodded their heads. The spirits were dancing around us. Do you guys hear the other sound? What other sound? Kyle asked. Crackle. Crackle. The sound of fire was apparent too, but we couldn't see it until... The building's on fire! 
Carly pointed out. She was right. Through a window on the side, you could see flames licking up through a window frame. Shit, what do we do? We have to call someone. I held up my broken phone. Everybody else left theirs in the car. Um, I blushed. Sorry. Let's get back to the car. I've had enough. Smash. Glass shattered out across the ground outside. We shielded our faces, even though it was far enough away that we didn't need to worry. It was a reflex, attributed to panic and fear. That's when we saw the little kid again. He was running from the building. A little boy, but his face wasn't right. My heart skipped in its beating pattern. His face, it was grotesque. His eyes were bulging outward, and his face was yellow and black and blistered. I could feel myself gagging. It took me a moment to realize that he was darting right toward me. Shit! George and Peter both exclaimed as they noticed Ghost Boy at the same time. Run! I shouted. We began to sprint. I don't remember how long it took, but it felt like forever to get back to the car. When we finally arrived, I couldn't throw my door open fast enough. Come on, come on, hurry, start it! The car started up easily, and Kyle hit the gas, and we were off. We turned up the center path, driving right over the crossroads. Upon exiting the gate, I took one final look back at the cemetery grounds. And there went my heart again. The spirit of the little kid stood there, down the path, staring at our back window. His drooping cheekbones turned outward in a menacing, toothless grin. That smile told me one thing. I'll be seeing you again. I'll be seeing you too, Stony Church Cemetery. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. The Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. Home of Creepy for disturbing and terrifying creepy pastas. SCP Archives with full cast storytelling. Horror Queers. Genre commentary from the LGBTQ perspective. The Boo Crew for horror-centric interviews. Listen free 
wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. But the only thing I could hear was at 7219 laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.